Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to smash it up on a Monday night. I am joined by senior recruiting analyst, senior portal analyst for Warchant.com, Michael Langston here on Warchant TV. My name is Tom Lang. Pardon us for being a few minutes behind and thank Michael Langston for making time early out of his busy schedule tonight. Our own Irish Chaffel is not available. A good development behind the scenes. Ira's okay. Everything's fine, uh, but it came down at the last second. So, Michael, good evening to you and thank you for coming on early. We appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Good evening. I hope everyone's doing well in the on a Monday and uh, uh, certainly uh, we, we shift and adjust to whatever we have to do. So uh, let's roll this thing. Let's roll this thing. Indeed. It is presented by our friend and longtime Noel fan, uh, longtime warchant.com supporter, state farm agent Russ Voorhis. I don't know if he's going to have a vanity photo shoot like the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger ads. I don't know if you saw those during the NFL game for the Super Bowl. Maybe that's an idea, Russ, uh, head us up uh, behind the scenes. Let us know if you want to do something like that. Uh, but Michael, it's been a, you know, you're past the halfway point of this three week run of high school recruiting again, where there was signing day, then there's the portal, the never ending world that is recruiting. You can follow blow by blow, warchant.com premium recruiting board. Michael Langston has the latest on individual players there. But this was kind of the subdued but important junior day weekend that just wrapped. Uh, what are some of your thoughts, Michael, from what, what went down over at the stadium this weekend? Yeah, a really, uh, a really a solid weekend. I think uh, again for FSU, uh, you know, there's. I mean, if you compare them, like each weekend uh, they're hosting a, you know, around. You know, I think this weekend it was around 16, and then the weekend before was a little more than that, probably around 25. And I think, uh, I think people complain because you don't have 70 in there on a weekend, but it's just. It, it, I've talked to a lot of different families and it suits the, their situation better. You can tend more personal time. And I think that's really paying off when you like watch a lot of these recruitments that they've been after, like five-star Jamie French, uh, five-star linebacker Zayden Walker. And then last week uh, or this past weekend, four-star defensive lineman Trent Wilson. I think it means more when you have more quality and personal time with these guys where you can do a lot more things. They can experience a lot more. It's not just – you're visiting the school because a lot of the visit is about, you know, them connecting with, with the coaches and, and seeing what connections there. They, a lot of these kids kind of have a feel for what FSU is and what the program is and the facility speak for itself. But I mean, that personal time is vital in these junior days. So I think uh, the way they do it is really, uh, it pays off and it, it helps them. And I think they've made a lot of, of strong moves for a lot of, uh, you know, top prospects the last two weeks. And, Certainly, they'll do that again on this uh, third week. So, uh, I, I'm 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 very impressed and very very intrigued and um, 
and impressed of what they've done so far, even in this early window. I think you're going to see some decisions come down the pike in this spring. I think they will add a good force dome. I think even you could see possibly half the class being done um, around the spring or summertime. So I think uh, these early early junior days are, are important, but they're not everything because kids are going to be visiting throughout the spring when they start spring practice. There's going to be a lot of kids want to see. I mean, this is the highest I can I can say this is the highest value I've seen from recruits of wanting to see what this team looks like in a practice setting. That's the setting I think a lot of recruits you know want to see the most. Um, so there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of buzz, but um, um, there's also there's certain guys that personally they want to get quality in-depth time with. And the only way you accomplish that is when you bring in around 20. And so you don't want to bring around 40 because then it, it kind of gets diluted and, and you, you get to experience a visit, but it's not the same kind of uh, personal connection, you know, with the staff. So I think overall it's been really strong. Well, one thing I'd say is I'm really excited to see what spring practice looks like too. There's just, there's so many new players. There's so many open you know, roster spots or if not roster spots, more accurately starting spots on the yeah. roster. There are a lot of reps up for grabs. It's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully there are going to be a lot of high school players that check. We know there will be, but that check out all of those practices as they occur in March in April. Michael, there's one player that I really, really want to ask about. It's Solomon Thomas. It's the <laughs> offensive lineman that Florida State got a yes from. I think it was, you know, right around signing day last month, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that. But this is one of the top offensive linemen in the class, no matter what service you're talking about. And, Michael, when, when you guys were over there at Moore this weekend, you snapped photos with him. I mean, this looks like an athlete who plays offensive line, not a big <laughs> dude who has to, you know, who has to become an athlete or be athletic. It, this looks like an athlete first. Just what can you tell me about the recruitment of Solomon Thomas? And then again, this opportunity for Florida State to be a little bit more, uh, the, the ratio, the, the coach-to-player ratio is smaller. So that means they could spend more quality time and build the bond with somebody who's going to be a very critical part to this class. Yeah, I mean, Solomon was one of my favorite interviews, uh, even though he was only a junior at that time last year when um, he really almost laid the, the pipe bomb type of uh, interview I, I call it uh, that we did with him after the Miami game. And he was very clear, like, you know, look, I like the way FSU recruits me because Alex doesn't hit me up all the time. You know, uh, I'm not a guy that checks my phone a lot. Um, he just tells me uh, he'll, he'll check on me. And it's like, and, and he's very direct where he treats Solomon like he's already one of his players. He's critical of stuff he doesn't do. And, and, and certainly, uh, you know, just uh, there's a, there's a fun connection, but there's also a serious connection of, of he trusts Alex a lot because of the way Alex does it. It's not a pitch. It's not a stuff. This is what it is. This is what it's going to be. Um, I'm not going to blow your phone up. And and I think that approach really was one of the reasons I think this one moved so fast for FSU to get his commitment. Um, you know, short. I think he was already committed, you know, that Miami weekend. I think mm -hmm. he's already told him like, hey, I'm coming. Uh, that's my guy. That's the guy I want to be with. And I think this weekend um, he got there Thursday. He um, spent majority of the time all with players, just went through players, went to, I think even sat in a class with, uh, you know, a few players and just to experience what they do. And just doing things that, um, you know, just kind of going through the daily routines of what players do. Then he got to see the tour of duty and he liked that, the work uh, he sees, he loves working. That's kind of 
his mantra where he's a big uh he's big on just work ethic uh time you know time you spend in film and so he got to experience all that different stuff and then saturday he got the you know the junior day treatment which is you know similar to just hey this is what it is i'll show him around um I, they have time where they they're, they're sitting in meetings they're, they get to see what the coaches go through with their players and um, it's a lot of, uh, I, I call it just basically a, a fancy word for an unofficial visit, but it's basically just to show them kind of the daily routines they go through. And Solomon's, you know, locked in, he's very solid to FSU. He knows, uh, that's where he wants to be. And, and I think, uh, but I go back to that, that interview he did in the Miami game where FSU just really, their way of doing stuff is unique compared to other teams where other teams are usually telling you like, Okay, we're the great at this. We're great at that. F is usually like telling you what it is, you know, right now, what it is, what it's going to be. Um, they're not like pitching a lot of stuff. And uh, just a guy that uh, is a fun kid that is very direct and a no nonsense kid. It's almost like he's like the um, he's like the Alex Atkins version of, of recruit. If yeah. you, I mean, he just they they kind of they're almost feed off each other, you know, because they're so they're so naturally connected in their mindset. I know it's a little bit different because he connected with this player, this coach did when he was in eighth grade, I believe, but it almost yeah. sounds like trick at Rodney Hudson back in the day. Yeah. yeah which- and yeah. And he, he, he camped at FSU as a freshman. Uh, that's when he got his offer. I remember seeing this kid, he was massive moves. Well, so powerful, uh, quick hands, uh, feeder really quick for, for a guy that size. And, and as people can see with the pictures, um, He's not. There's no problem uh, checking the boxes off the hoof of looking at him like this guy. If he can block, you know you got a hell of a player, and he's he's uh, he he looks the part and everything. And um, his family was there this weekend, um, but just a also a very warm, open kid that is is just uh, tells you exactly what's on his mind. So that's why I call him the recruit version of Alex because that's how Alex is as a coach. Just he will. He will lay it out there like this is what it is. There's no, uh, you know, sugarcoating or, you know, pumping it up. I mean, sure, sure, I'm sure they praise what they do with development. But overall, I think it's mainly just this is what it is. And this is what we want to be. And this is what we strive to be. And this is the way we are off the field. Probably saw somehow interaction Alex does with his other players. And that I know I've heard got him excited, too, because he's everything's uh, what you see. And uh, that's that's what Solomon told me from the start. He's like, I want somebody that I know that I know this is what it is. This is the truth. This is what it's going to be. Um, just tell me. I don't care how bad it is. I mean, I'll let, I'll judge for myself if I want to be there. And he's a kid that fell in love with that, and uh, certainly a great start to their 2025 class. Getting what I consider you know a five star prospect when I watch Solomon. And he projects, Michael, do you think, at least in, in the staff's mind, to be a tackle for sure? He's a, he's a little on the shorter side, talking about height, at least at this point in his, in his high school career. But then again, he's just coming off of his junior season. So do you think that they like him to be a tackle for sure, or, or is it still open and, and up for debate? I think it's open because he hasn't really gone into the exact position. I think he's one of those guys that can play both of them. Uh, like I say, he's very powerful inside. He's very powerful uh, second level, hitting the second level guy. But he's also so quick with his hands outside that you can play him out there and you feel really good at the tackle position. So I think that's kind of a, a wait and see uh, with the the frame and just uh, what fits him the best. Um, he's been at FSU several times. He worked at the Seminole Showcase last year. and. I remember uh, I can tell when Alex 
is liking a guy and and that was that was a guy that was like a sponge of just he would make a mistake and then bam Alex would correct like a hand placement or a technique or a foot stance or whatever and it would immediately you see the direction like immediately and then and then you see domination so it's like he's very quick on on picking up things that's why I've told people like those are the type of players that that is an Alex Atkins guy. You know, we talked about back then when, hey, this is a tricket guy. Well, this is an Atkins guy because he fits you know, the exact mindset he looks for in an offensive lineman. We'll be talking to some newcomers at Florida State, all transfers tomorrow morning, and you'll you get those, those videos on Warchant TV. Uh, Malik Benson, Devontae Brown, Jalen Brown, and TJ Ferguson. I believe that's Alabama, Miami, LSU, and Alabama again. Those are the four players that are uh, talking – for the first time as Florida State Seminoles, stay tuned to Warchant TV for that coverage tomorrow. We'll have all of those individual video- videos for you. Michael, something that comes up with those players when they first step foot on campus, whether they're recruits or transfers, is what are your first impressions of the tour of duty? And usually they laugh and usually they say it's not for the faint of heart. I'm wondering, uh, it, it sounds like for Solomon, of course, he likes to see that because he's about the work. Do you hear any of the other kids giving feedback if they just so happen to coincidentally be on campus at the time where they can watch one of those workouts? Does that leave an impression on a high school kid? Oh, it's a big impression. I know it's one of the big reasons uh, Hiking Williams, who, uh, you know, who's a, a former five-star, that you know, one of the reasons that really that, that things started shifting is recruitment. He watched the tour of duty. Now, we'll say when they watch the tour of duty, it's more exciting. When you're participating in the tour of duty, it's pure hell. You know, uh, there's a, I mean, a lot of kids say like, this is really freaking hard. Like really, I don't think people, I mean, unfortunately we don't get to see a lot of these things. I think we usually get the last one, but they are very vicious guys. They are really, uh, you know, a lot of, I, I hear a lot of from the people that are connected to recruits. They tell me like, yeah, a lot of our guys think they're conditioned well until they get there to the tour duty. And um, and then when you're out there and you see a bunch of trash cans, you kind of feel like what's coming up. You know, it's just going to be a lot of it's a lot of, you know, CrossFit type of stuff. And just uh, it's brutal, but it's also uh, it makes an impact on recruits when they see this. It's like because it tells them, shows them this is the type of work they're going to bring. You know, so you come to FSU the work is going to be extreme. This isn't just, Hey, you go to fun. It's going to college and, you know, playing for a great university. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into these tour dues, but it's very, it's a very positive thing in the recruiting aspects of when they watch it. Now, when they go through it, that's a different story because yeah. it's a lot more crazy, but I think overall it does make a good impact, Tom. Well, that's, that's funny you bring that up too then, because if Hakeem loved it, then he should have known better because reports were, <laughs> It didn't go very well. It didn't. His first tour of duty, and yeah, you know that that helped. Uh, you know, Ron Dugans will tell you on the record. He's like, man, he needs to get in shape, and once he gets in shape, he'll be fine. So it's funny. You you can see what's coming, but maybe you don't understand what's coming. Yeah, uh, you see the work, but then when you're experiencing it yourself, it's a different thing. I, I think uh, Dugans has choked about that of of Hakeem, and it was a struggle. Even Norvell, it was a. It was a real struggle because uh, Hakeem is from Stranahan High School. It's a great school, but at the same time, uh, you know, the nutrition and the development and the, and the um, you know, stuff you do is a little bit more intense and extreme uh, when you get to the college level. And so it, it's tough. Even kids from, you know, great schools like St. Thomas Aquinas and schools like that, it's like it's just a, it's another level of 
of conditioning and, and planning to get your body right. And you're working, I think, different muscles that maybe you haven't worked as much frequently. So I think it really challenges and uh, it kind of, I think Mike prepares them because when Mike talks to the recruits every time he tells them like, look, this is going to be one of the hardest things you've ever done. You know, so that, <laughs> that kind of signifies like if I heard that, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get myself mentally ready for this. Uh, Mike could be stone cold serious about that stuff too. There's a certain look he gives you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I, I will, uh, I will say to everybody about 300 plus of you right now, hit the like button underneath the video in about five minutes time or so. We're going to take questions from Michael. We're going to take questions from Michael. And that'll go till about quarter of eight. It's a more abridged version of the smash tonight. Uh, but all of the thoughts on this past junior day, if you've got questions about the upcoming junior day, the portal is kind of settled, but maybe there's a question about a kid who was on campus this weekend. Uh, I believe a, an Ivy League kid who was on campus right. this weekend is interested in Florida State. If you've got those questions, put them in the chat. Director Ben will queue those up in about five minutes' time. Uh, but, Michael, I do want to ask about one thing on the side, and, and Hakeem Williams' name comes up. The Battles End announces today that they have yeah. uh, another agreement, another year with Hakeem Williams. Always a good thing. Because th- those questions came up a lot in the chats and on the boards. Like, hey, seeing a lot of announcements. What about Hakeem? I want to ask this from the portal perspective. When we have mm-hmm. portal visitors, I have to imagine that the Battles End's reputation for being professional and buttoned up and offering legitimate opportunities to players, again, trying to be careful with the language here, but yeah. the Battles End has to be, uh, its name speaks for itself at this point, Michael. W- would you agree with that? What do you hear in those circles? Because it's crazy to think it's only about a year old. It's, that's wild. Yeah, it's a, uh, they're, they've done an extremely good job, um, you know, with everything. And, and I kind of go back to this when I get this question often about NILs, like one, First off, FSU's doing phenomenal, guys. It's a massive jump to when they first started. Um, they do incredible work. But at the same time, this is a combination of, you know, it can't be just everything NIL for these guys that are just all money all the time. They're not going to – it's not going to be that. It's going to be a coveted thing of, of you fitting exactly what the culture is at FSU. If you don't fit that, they're not going to covet you and – but uh, I think they do an incredible job. I think it's a very positive development among recruits. Uh, they know, and you know, whether it's a recruit or it's a portal kid, they know that uh, you know if FSU covets them, it's going to show. Um, you know, whether it's the battles in or just in general the the, the staff and, and liking them. So I think they do a good job. You know, juggling both. I think both entities do a really good job of they're connected to what they're both doing. You know, it's like it can't be just okay, give me a good deal, uh, Battles in. It's it's about, you know, you have to have goals and, and, and meet certain things uh, as far as a culture of what FSU is doing and what Mike Norvell wants to do to fit just FSU. Not every kid's going to fit. That doesn't mean – and just because you have really good deals that the Battle ends, Battles in probably gets with, with certain prospects, that doesn't guarantee that they're coming here. But I can tell you with 100% certainty, in my opinion, they are doing extremely well from the NIL side, uh, very well. We'll be back in 15 seconds after this from State Farm agent Russ Voorhis. Contact Russ Voorhis for an auto quote today. 
supports Florida State in the way of endowed scholarships. He supports Warchant.com in the way of sponsorships. He's been doing so since the beginning of Warchant.com when we said, hey, sponsors, anybody want to jump on board? Russ Voorhis is one of the best Knowles I know. Michael, I know you can say the same. Yep. Legitimately, any big event, any sport, any time, Russ will talk to you about it. He'll be at Hotel Indigo. We do our pregame shows. He'll be in the booth or a, uh, an executive suite in Charlotte for the ACC championship games. This guy lives it, just like you all out there do. If you're an old fan, support an old like yourself and State Farm agent Russ Borges. You see the phone numbers there below for the two brick-and-mortar stores in Jacksonville Beach and Orange Park. Those offices are available. You can have an in-face uh, or in-person, face-to-face meeting with Russ Borges. But if you live in Georgia, you live in Alabama, Florida, the entire states of, he can help you today. Head to RussForhis.com. If you're listening on the podcast, that's R-U-S-S-B-O-R-H-I-S.com. Head there today and support one who supports us. And Michael, he said it, you know, warchant.com has pushed the community. The Florida State community has pushed him to a different place business-wise. So we appreciate you all out there supporting Russ. You know it, Michael. Your phone will blow up with questions from Russ. Yeah, Russ is great. Uh, Russ does a great job. Loves the Seminoles. And uh, I'm not to give away all my insurances, but State Farm is certainly one of them that I I, (laughs) I definitely use. And, um you know, I wish I had somebody around that that was that that I knew about Russ before that when we started. And Russ is about as good of a person that you will find uh, that you can connect with. Loves the Seminoles, but he also loves what he does. He loves helping people. Yep. Um, that's the way he's always been. Uh, so if you're if you're looking for one man, that's the guy to go with. All right, so I'm going off the board for the first question. So it's from Lee because it's not really a question, but I want to get your thoughts, Michael, because you get to talk about it, recruiting in the portal, but sometimes. People want to know what you think about the team. Yeah. You know, yeah, they do. They oh, do. <laughs> the building blocks, you got the building blocks. What about when they're finally all there and you can construct with those? So we did a video. We do a segment on the, on the Cameron show, Michael W's and L's. We pick, you know, wins and losses. Jeff went 12 and Oh, usually he's more pessimistic. He was 12 and Oh, I said 11 and one in 2024. You have any initial thoughts? I mean, you say, guys, you're a little too pie in the sky. Like 10 and two is fine. That's not a bad season. What, what do you think when you looked at that schedule and you saw Florida State had three different bye weeks and, and all the things that, that uh, the, the fall is going to be? Yeah, I really like the first part of the schedule. I think I think everyone would pretty much agree with that. The first part of it seems to set up pretty well. Um, and then the latter, I mean, the bottom part, it'll be a little more challenging. But um, I, I was kind of, when I was thinking about this, I was going to go the 11-1 thing. But then the more I studied it, I'm like, a lot of their toughest games are at home. I think the one circle game for me is the Notre Dame game. If you can get through that game, I think uh, twelve and zero. So I'm going to go with Jeff. I'm going to say twelve and zero, man. Uh, I think uh, I think they're going to get by that game. I think they have a quarterback that knows how to handle those experienced situations. I am concerned with those four games that they have. You know, with not so much Charleston Southern, but you know, just uh, you know the Florida. You know the the Miami, uh, all those in a row. Um, I think certainly that can be a little bit challenging. But like I said, the Notre Dame game is the one I really circled. That I think is going to be the challenging one. But uh, I think they're going to, I think they're going to find a way to get through that. And I think the rest of them really set up uh, pretty well for FSU. But uh, overall, I like uh, you know how it sets up. So right now, based on what I know is coming in, um, you know what ha- they have coming back. Um, you know, very, a very strong group coming back, a very strong group of, you know, defensive linemen. And, and I love what they've done at the edge position. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say 12-0 and 0 for, for now. That's that's kind of my pick. 
So then on that note, 12 and 0, all wins. So you're just picking from wins. But if you're looking at the calendar here for recruiting weekend opportunities, Mm -hmm. you know, just in in terms of the calendar, I mean, Clemson seems to stick out like a sore thumb in terms of the opportunity. Is a game against Florida too late? Is a game against North Carolina not high profile enough? Like it does it need to be Clemson to be that big weekend for uh, for the coaching staff to bring in the top players? What do you think? I, I think uh, it, it's no brainer that Clemson and Florida are going to be the two biggest weekends. Uh, you know that they host kids. I don't think it's too late because that's the game everyone circles. You're going to have the most kids at that Florida game. It's almost every year it happens, guys. If it's Miami they're hosting, or there's Florida. <laughs> you know, there's going to be. There's going to be the most uh, – that's going to have the one where you have the most recruits on. I think a sneaky weekend is that North Carolina weekend because I think that's one that will draw recruits in there. It's 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 right there in the middle of the season. You always have to have a significant one that's big early you know, with, with somebody like North Carolina. So I think those are the three weekends that I got circled. Um, you could see these other weekends emerging you know, later, like the Cal weekend could be something that you get a few guys in for September. But um, overall, those three weekends, I think, are going to carry the mantra. It's a very good home slate. I mean, that's a very good home slate when you're talking about Clemson and Florida the same year. And then you also have now North Carolina in there. I think uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a really good opportunity for FSU to host a lot of, you know, talented guys. But um, um, certainly those those two weekends with Florida and Clemson are, are going to be vital. I wonder what the rules would be, and I'm speaking out loud because you know the NCAA changes these things every five seconds. Just look at the transfer rule and how many times you yeah. can go from place to place. But like, if you hosted a playoff game, I wonder if a recruit would be able to go to that. You know, because like, the first round is going to be on campuses this year. Anyway, just I, I think they would probably. It's just my guess. It's like I'm, I don't know any rule guys, but my guess would be they would do kind of a similar thing they did. Um, hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. With, you know, Georgia and the Florida game, where if the team, whoever team is home, you know, they can host kids. Or if they don't do that, I can see them where they can buy the tickets for the kids and they can go to the games, like the LSU-FSU game. That's what they did where 
drove a lot of kids, uh, top recruits, went to those games, you know, watched them. Uh, you can see them in person. So it's kind of two of those different scenarios, but we'll have to see. I don't trust the NCAA to do much right. So, uh, you know, I'm just expecting <laughs> the worst. So, but I think those are the two scenarios that you would have. First questions from the chat right now. And again, about uh, 10 minutes or so, 10, 12 minutes of questions from Michael. First is Florida man in Texas on Monday okay. smash. And uh, that's about Rick stock still uh, Florida yeah. bringing back an old name. Love it. And uh, you know, Rick did a pretty good job uh, just a season ago by traveling down to Miami, collecting yes. the check and destroying the Canes. Florida man in Texas wants to know, does Rick help at all in terms of recruiting transfers, both or more of a game day impact? What do you think? I think it's the impact of everything. Um, I, I've known people that, that worked around Rick that I know very well. Uh, obviously, when I was a young kid, that's when Rick played. So I, I, I'm very well dressed. I'm born and raised in Tallahassee. So, I mean, if you if you don't know who Rick Stockstill is, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's a guy that you, you grew up around. Uh, very good at uh, connecting with people. Uh, that's what he does. So I think uh, and on the recruiting side, when kids are on campus, he'll be able to have a direct uh, connection. Very good scouter. Uh, I, I, that's the thing I've heard a lot about him is his scouting and game plan is, is very good. So people, um, and scouting is the main, uh, two things I've heard, uh, and just, a a massive addition, uh, for FSU to add a, you know, a former head coach, uh, to get a guy in a former Noel that really understands what it is to be a Noel. Um, so he can, you know, it's nothing against the previous guys that were there, but this is a guy that's a Noel. So anytime you get somebody that has gone through it, you know, whether it's uh, Rick Stockstill, Odo Hagens, or Ron Dugans or whoever, it just, uh, to me, it's a bigger, closer, more uh, heartfelt in, impact into the school when they know what it is when, when they say the no way, they know what that means. You know, so I think when you have somebody like that with his scouting prowess and uh, his people skills and how he connects with recruits, it's it's a special way. And they showed that with that team he had, uh, you know, at Middle Tennessee State, what he did with so little uh, imagine what he does when he gets some really top guys i think it's going to certainly generate you know a good boost in recruiting jane wants to know in terms of the junior day this weekend this is the last <laughs> one of its kind uh yeah. any early names that stand out to you that'll be on campus this week i'm still compiling that list jane um i know kobe howard is a four-star wide receiver out of uh He's originally out of Pensacola Catholic. He transferred over to South Florida. He is expected to be there. I have a lot more names on there. Um, there's a few more that I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But it will be, I'm told, a very a very strong uh, a weekend, a very strong one where there's going to be a lot of top-tier guys, uh, more so than it was even this weekend. Probably similar to the first weekend, maybe a little more. I've heard this is one that's probably going to be the most heavily attended one. Um, it's kind of because of the last, because then you go in the dead period. So I would expect a lot of good names on there. Um, Jane, I hope to get that by Wednesday, um, that I will get it up either Wednesday or Thursday. But it'll be a very strong list. But that's uh, that's one guy I know. But uh, I'll have a lot more later. Um, hopefully we'll, have a li we'll get it as soon as we can. These things are hard because a lot of this is, you know, yourself uh, confirming, you know, with these kids and in a lot of times kids don't know their travel until around Tuesday or Wednesday mm -hmm. to make sure everything's checking out. Um, so I will have that soon, but it will be a strong list. So you can pretty much expect it's going to be some top guys. Now, how competitive does it get with the schools themselves in terms of trying to get kids on campus and in, in this window? Like we know about it, Michael, with official visits or December visits relative to signing day, but 
I would imagine there's competition even for a January weekend like this. It is. Yeah, it's tough, and uh, you're battling other teams, and 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 that's why I say you want to do the 20, 20, 20 uh, around that range uh, of of each weekend because you're more there. The chances are much higher if if you're if you're hosting a certain low number because they want to be around, they want to experience stuff. They don't want to just this isn't a kid just going to see the campus and hey, Doke's beautiful. And I mean, they want to be around the coaches. They want to have time around these guys. They don't want to just go where it's like game day and, you know, you see the game and, and that's it. And you don't get experienced a lot with the coach. So I think they want to experience the full effect. So uh, that's why I think it's much higher your chances FSU get somewhere. And then they got some really good uh, visitors coming in in March. Uh, they're going to be almost every day. Um, we'll see if I'm back by then with some of them, but, um, but I think it's going to be a, a very strong week, but yeah, it is very challenging, Tom. It's, it's something that you have to recruit to a sense of just getting them there. So, um, you, once you get them there, I think it's a big deal. And the main thing is just, for me, it's just, you know, no matter what weekend it is, whether it's March, uh, April, um, March, April, whenever, uh, February or January, not February, cause that's a dead period, but just January in general, it's just the main thing is getting them there. You know, as long as they're there for some visit, I think um, that's all you want. That's all FSU ask. And they just, uh, as Mike Norvell said when he first started, give me a chance to earn your trust. And and I think a lot of kids have seen that of what Mike has done, and they did that. They trusted him, and now they see uh, some massive results. So I think FSU is a very hot team that a lot of top recruits want to see. The fact that had a kid come all the way from Camden, New Jersey, uh, to see them not too far off from Tom, yeah. you know, you know yeah. but came all the way from New Jersey to see FSU, I think speaks to kind of their, their level and the, their, their extension to, uh, you know, how many guys just want to see what this program is doing now. Outside of my window, I can see jerseys right over there. Right over there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Al wants to know uh, that, well, it's about when do you think it's going to pick up for Florida State? I, you answered this a little bit earlier, but he's seeing uh, verbal commitments, RPMs for Georgia, Ohio State, Auburn, outside mm-hmm. of the four verbals. When do you think it's going to pick up for Florida State? Yeah, I think uh, March and April, I think, will be very heavy for them. I think you'll see some decisions pop in. You might see some uh, – you know, right after January uh, and into February after this final, you know, um, junior day, I think you could see some decisions coming up in weeks after that. So I think it'll start to pick up the heaviest, though, in, in around the March area. I think that's when we'll we'll see a lot. So wouldn't pay attention too much of the crystal balls or the RPMs or, or whatnot. Uh, uh, FSU is positioning themselves very well. We, we're already releasing some of the hot boards. Uh, I think we've done the offense already. The defense is coming up. You'll kind of see what I'm talking about when I break down these these uh, positions because I can tell you the two positions I've been that were a struggle last year that I had to put together, the first hot board, was defensive tackle and linebacker. And this year when I put that together, that was a lot more a lot funner. Yeah, uh, It was a lot different. Um, there was a lot more options. There was a lot more – excitement about those positions that I can see uh, based on where FSU stands in those recruitments with uh, the intel I'm picking up. But um, I think overall, it's going to be a very strong uh, year for FSU. I think the main message I've heard, Tom, is really a lot of the recruits want to see that consistent pattern of what they saw the last two years. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of fans can't understand that, but it's like 
longevity means a lot to you know recruits when you're watching you know the Georgias that win 10 or 11 games every year they're in the national playoffs every year that's kind of the way recruits want to view FSU so I think it's a pivotal year to just keep keep the train moving uh, straight ahead maybe even a little higher yeah makes sense to me uh Georgia is the uh the hallmark of consistency Alabama's got to prove it again but Georgia is that standard yeah. uh let's see how about one chaotic question I, you, you know I like these fun ones Michael so if Dion coach prime got hired by UF this offseason how would that change recruiting in the state of Florida what do you think Michael if Dion was entered into this discussion in this footprint I know we're doing hypothetical so I, I will I will I will I'll indulge you Garrett <laughs> you know, I, I will just consider that, but um, yeah, it'll, it'll help him a lot. Dion does really good at, at connecting with certain people. Um, now, will Florida hire him? Um, no, that that I don't see that happening. Um, I'm not going to go too much into that. Let's just say I feel FSU is much more diverse in their hirings than Florida does mm. when it comes to football and basketball, you know, so, um, that's why I'm skeptical of that. Now, if you said Miami, that's a little different. Yep. Um, but I think Miami is more of a threat to me than that, you know, with that question. But I think overall, um, it, it was certainly get a boom as far as, uh, excitement because Dion does a really good job of, um, he's charismatic. I mean, we, we talk about him a lot, but, um, you know, there's things about him that you know, comes off maybe you know, somewhat narcissistic at times, but, I think at the same time, he is very captivating, you know, what he does. His message is very strong. You believe what he's saying, you know, when, when you listen to him. And he, there's a lot of excitement around him. So I think he would build that excitement wherever he went. Uh, now, early on. Now, eventually, you have to coach and all that stuff. So that that might cause some problems. But um, overall, th- from a charismatic uh, and connecting standpoint, the guy's one of the best. This is an interesting answer. I like that answer a lot, Michael. Um, Spartan Noel, I got an answer for you real fast. Ralph, how are you? Does lacrosse start this year, 2025-26 academic year? Don't ask me how I know that. I just do. But at 2025-2026 for lacrosse for Florida State. Uh, Michael, I will ask you one final question. This one's coming from me tonight. So tomorrow, as I've said, you can check it out on WarChan TV beginning around 9-15-9-20. You will see videos posted of four newcomers for Florida State who are speaking to the media, speaking in Tallahassee for the first time as Florida State Seminoles. They are Malik Benson, Devontae Brown, Jalen Brown, and TJ Ferguson. Who do you think, Michael, Florida State fans are going to like to get to know a little bit more out of those four? Who who did you like in terms of uh, what you heard on the trail for this transfer portal process or maybe back when they were recruits themselves? I think a lot of people enjoy TJ a lot. Um, I think TJ will be a popular one. Jalen's kind of a quiet one, so I don't know how much you, you push out of that. But I think TJ will be very popular. Malik was a great interview when we interviewed him on the visit. But I think TJ has a personality of, of an honesty and directness that you, I think people will love that jumped out. I don't remember the fourth one. Who was the fourth one? Uh, Devontae Brown. Miami. Yeah, Devontae Brown will be really good, too. Um, but he's also a quiet one. A lot of these South Florida kids, you think they're boisterous. Uh, a lot of these guys are just, you know, pretty quiet. I think Devontae's story, when he talks about the connection with Randy Shannon, the connection with, with Sertain, will be very good. I think that will captivate a lot of people. But I think TJ would be my pick. 
That makes sense to me. We'll have that documented for you tomorrow here on Warchant TV. Remember to head over to warchant.com today and head there all week long as the list for the final junior day is compiled. More names will be known by midweek. That's on the premium recruiting board, warchant.com. Sign up for the website today. And that, even though it is in the first weekend of February, is that for a little while for recruiting. I know, Michael, some of the coaches get a little bit of time. They finally themselves get a little bit of time away, and you will be doing so as well. But we will have you covered on all of that as things develop this week. And uh, lastly, all right, real for the last time, uh, real last question. We'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. The uh, the transfer that was on campus this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Cornell, I believe. Yes. Uh, that he, okay. Uh, what gives there? Do you think that that is a, a scholarship type transfer situation, a depth PWO? Uh, what are you hearing about uh, that that particular transfer? Yeah, that's a Manny Adebi. Um, he's um, from Cornell. Listed the transfer, but it was funny when I got the list, the intel that was mentioned of like defensive line too. You know, so mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. But um, I was told directly that it would be a uh, a PWO opportunity i know he had a really good time i think manny loved it uh he even walked up to me he was the first guy i saw he kind of he's like he introduced himself he was really really cordial real funny uh real fun to guy a really energetic guy that you could tell just uh is going to be likable pretty likable and uh everything i was told that the visit went really good he just has to see what other opportunities there if, if somebody maybe somebody has a scholarship one that they offer him compared to yep. the fsu one that's pwo but it also i've seen it several times where the pwo wins out over uh these other schools because these kids value uh the fsu program so highly we saw that you know with a lot of guys uh, i think the most notable was Treshawn ward you know he had a lot of really good offers uh you know south florida kentucky those type of places but he guys get their mind that they really want to be here. I, I think at the fits there, they're, they'll do it, but uh, definitely a guy that you know, looked apart, certainly looked the tight end set that I saw. And then, um, you know, certainly everything seemed to click and, and go well as far as uh, the visit goes, but um, really uh, outside of that, of, of waiting to see what other teams come in the picture, I can't really, there's not a lot to say until uh, I, I plan to get more in the next day or so. Maybe I'll post on, War chant to see, uh, you know, what's anything new that's going on, man. But I think everything was was really good uh, through the weekend. Love the size of the player too. Fits nicely as a complimentary yeah. piece if you can get him uh, in the fold. More yeah. of a you know inline tight end kind of size yeah. rather than a Morlock or a Landon Thomas. Michael, thank you so much for the extra time tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, Michael uh, has filled in tonight for at Irish Ophel, who was going to be joining us, but something came up. Uh, perhaps you'll hear about it. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Uh, but stay tuned to warchant.com for the latest on all things Florida State. Uh, Premium Recruiting Board is where Michael operates and drives the bus. Two junior days down, one to go, and any transfer portal happenings as well. Michael holds it down there, Matt Lasser as well. Wake Up Warchant coming up all week long, too. Uh, stay tuned to the channel for more live shows in that regard. One o'clock tomorrow afternoon, seminal headlines. You'll hear a little bit more about the four newcomers that talk to Florida State. There's a lot coming, everybody. Head to warchant.com. Hit the like button underneath this video. Subscribe to the channel. It is absolutely free. And, of course, if you have insurance needs, support State Farm Agent Russ and for his. For Director Ben behind the scenes, Michael Langston, my name is Tom Lang. We will talk to you next time on Warchant TV. Enjoy your night, everybody.